together growing in faith, changing communities. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Today, dear friends, I would like us to read the Gospel of Matthew chapter 1 from verses 1 to 17. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, Isaac the father of Jacob, Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers, Judah the father of Perez and Zerah by Tamar, Perez the father of Herzon, Herzon the father of Ram, and Ram the father of Aminadab, Aminadab the father of Nashon, Nashon the father of Salmon, Salmon the father of Boaz by Rahab, Boaz the father of Obed, by Ruth, Obed the father of Jesse, Jesse the father of David the king. And David was the father of Solomon, the wife of Uriah, and Solomon the father of Rehoboam, Rehoboam the father of Abijah, Abijah the father of Asa, and Asa the father of Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat the father of Joram, Joram the father of Uzziah, Uzziah the father of Jotham, Jotham the father of Ahaz, Ahaz the father of Hezekiah, Hezekiah, the father of Manasseh, Manasseh, the father of Amos, Amos, the father of Josiah, Josiah, the father of Jehoiakim, and his brothers at the time of the deportation to Babylon. And after the deportation to Babylon, Joachim was the father of Shethiel, Shethiel, the father of Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel, the father of Abiud, Abiud, the father of Eliachim, Eliachim, the father of Azor, Azor, the father of Zadok, Zadok, the father of Achim, Achim, the father of Eliud, Eliud, the father of Eliezer, Eliezer, the father of Mathan, and Mathan, the father of Jacob, and Jacob, the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom Jesus was born, who is called Christ. So all these generations, from Abraham to David, were 14 generations, from David to deportation to Babylon, 14 generations, and from deportation to Babylon to Christ, 14 generations. It's a beautiful reading. Matthew begins his gospel in a very interesting way because he begins with the genealogy. Yes, Luke also gives us the genealogy, but Matthew is, puts it in the first chapter, puts it in the beginning. And so there's one thing that stands out for me, that Jesus comes from a family. He's a son of Mary. He's a son of God. But it stems from a family. And there's something that God has put and it, it makes so perfect sense. And it's a blessing when one thinks of it. The gift of a family. If you were to take four words, the first one being friend, the second one being boyfriend, the third one being girlfriend, then the fourth one being family. Most of us have friend, have a friend, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, and family. But if you take the first three words, friend, boyfriend, girlfriend, they all end with the word end, E-N-D. Friend ends with E and D. Girlfriend ends with E and E and D. Boyfriend ends with E and D. 
and they will end. But if you look at the word family, it does not end with E and D, but rather it ends with I-L-Y, which means for me, I love you. So there's this great gift that God has given us, the gift of family. The gift of our families. The gift of each other. And for Matthew, Jesus is found within a family. It may not be a perfect family. It may not be a family that has everything. But it is a family where Jesus belongs. And I'm looking at our own families, at our own lives. The first gift that God ever gave us was a gift of family. Be it be my mother, my father, my siblings, or whoever they may be. But God gave me a gift of family. And over the years, the concept of family is understood differently. What we hold as a family today may not have been held as a family concept in the past. But what is of most important to me is that a home is where your heart is. It's where you belong. It's where you feel at peace. It's where you feel loved and accepted. That's your home. You may be poor. You may be struggling. You may be financially in great difficulties. But you have each other. And there are some principles within our families that define us. That give us a sense of direction. And so we find Jesus within a family of Joseph. And for me, it gives him identity. A sense of belonging. That I have a past, I have a history, I have a story. I belong somewhere. I belong to someone. I'm cherished. I'm loved. I'm valued. That's what family is all about. Growing together. Realizing who we are. Finding a purpose in life. Finding, finding meaning. What is it that I'm called to become? What is it that God is doing in my life right now? There's something I also find absolutely amazing in the gospel. Is that Jesus is the son of Abraham. He's the son of a promise. 
in essence, he is the fulfiller or the fulfillment of God's promises to Abraham. What God had promised to do to Abraham, through Abraham, he does it in its finality in Jesus. If you remember the calling of Abraham and God says to Abraham, I will make you the father of the multitudes. And you realize that that promise is fulfilled in Jesus Christ. I am of the great opinion that most of us are a fulfillment of the prayers of our families. That our families have prayed for a better life. They have prayed for a better living. They have prayed for better hopes. And God is doing exactly that in their lives through us. There's so much that God is doing, finalizing, fulfilling, and sealing in our lives. There's also this beautiful concept that the one who began the good work always bring it to fulfillment. The one who planted the seed always brings it to fruition. May we never lose hope in God. May we always find a purpose in God. May we always grow and be that which he wants us to be. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.